You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Here's the 3-2, and it's a line drive, right center field, giving Chase a springer. He makes the catch. Whoa, did he make up some ground. Laying out head first and stuck it right in the leather. How about Mike Fires' defense bailing him out there? What a great play by Springer. Full on dive, full extension, and able to grab that hard hit ball by, by Brugman. Way to pick up <laughs> starting pitcher in Mike Fires, who, as we mentioned, uh, has been fighting his command a little bit. That was ridiculous. What a catch to his backhand at that. Now, another Astros podcast. To see a set, leg kick and the pitch. Breaking ball, grounded sharply, backhanded by Alonzo. Goes to second for one, throws to first with Casilla covering, and that is the ball game. A 3-6-1 double play, and the A's stave off an Astros comeback effort in the bottom of the ninth. Hold on for a 6-4 win. A fantastic effort. 14 hits for the Astros that couldn't get it done it was the big grand slam by Ryan Healy which was the backbreaker the Astros just couldn't come back from that one welcome back Robert Ford joined by Astros manager AJ Hinch tough loss to Oakland yesterday and when you look at that game the turning point seemed to be the bottom of the fifth top of the sixth sequence Astros had the bases loaded and nobody out in the in the mm-hmm. bottom of the fifth but only came up with the one run and meanwhile the A's wanted to load in the bases in the sixth inning and, and getting the grand slam to take the lead that was a, a tough turnaround for us you know we we felt like we were, had a ton of opportunities in the first five or six innings uh, couldn't quite break through with the big hit. You know, we had the bases loaded, nobody out, end up with one run to tie the game. So we felt good about that, but felt a little empty based on what we could have had. Um, and then they obviously broke through with the with the biggest hit at the biggest moment. So uh, tough game. We did fight back at the end and made it interesting, but, you know, it was a, a tough game all the way around. And Mike Fires really trying to navigate through that six-inning season-high pitch count for him. And I'm sure, especially with as short as the starters have been going lately, you, you really wanted him to try and get through that six-inning if he could. Yeah, we had four guys down in the bullpen. So that yeah. in an eight-man bullpen, we had we had four relievers available, uh, which makes it difficult on the starter, makes it difficult in the in the sixth and seventh inning. But uh, I thought Fires did very well to get, to, get us to that point. Uh, I thought he'd gone as far as he could, obviously – you never know how it would have turned out if, if, if he had gotten to face Healy. But, you know, he pitched better than the line's going to indicate. He should be very proud of continuing his quality starts. And meanwhile, you look at the way the rest of the game unfolded and the A's got to use Sean Dulo. They got to use Ryan Matson, And because you're able to get three runs on the home run by Springer in the ninth, they wound up using their closer, Santiago Casilla. And a lot's been made about the Astros' success against the A's, but don't see much of those three guys. And that's a big reason why the Astros have, have the record they do against Oakland. Yeah, we like when they stay in the bullpen, you know, just because that's their primary relievers. We beat up on a, on a few of their other relievers. But, you know, that maybe that helps us in the next couple of days that they've had to use some of their primary guys it gives our guys a look at them that they don't normally get to see, but it also maybe fatigues them a little bit. We've got two games in the span of 18 hours or so, so it's it'll be a good opportunity for us to to get into that bullpen again. Have uh, David Paulino on the mound today, and uh, Paulino has been a, a real pleasant surprise with what he's been able to do. He's given you a chance to win most of the times that he's been out there and starting to get a little deeper in the games his last couple of outings. Yeah, this will be an interesting start for him because he just saw the A's and they just saw him for the first time, and, and once you see the big, tall release the heavy breaking ball usage. Um, I'm not sure how they're going to make adjustments to him, and then we'll have to adjust back to them. But 
Polino's been good his last few starts, and, and, and if he's landing his breaking ball in the strike zone, he can be very difficult on the opponent. When you have a starting pitcher, and we saw this with Fires yesterday as well, facing the same team two times in a row, is there that fine line between just continuing to do what makes you successful versus maybe changing things up a little bit because you just saw that team? A little bit of a chess match because you, you've got to, you know, you can continue to do the same thing over and over again if you're getting the results, but obviously the, the swings get a little bit better the more that the hitter sees you. Uh, depending on what your wipeout pitch is, I mean, sometimes the breaking ball is so good that, that you can just continue to go to that, and the hitters can't adjust. We see Lance McCullers do that all the time. So, you know, as, as we adjust during the game today and the swings that they're taking off of Polino will obviously alter his game plan. A.J. Hinch, thanks for joining us. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks, on your radio, the Houston Astros Radio Network. This is Steve Sparks, and I have Jed Lowry, former Astro, of course, and now a current member of the Oakland A's, the Astros, before the second game of this series. Jed, I want to ask you something about a surgery you had. I believe it was last September. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. Yeah, well, I, I ended up getting two in September last mm-hmm. year, but the one that you're talking about is deviated septum and um, something that I had no idea I had and how much it was actually affecting me. So how did you ask questions about it if you didn't know you had it? Okay, so uh, I knew that I wasn't. I knew that I wasn't sleeping well. I wasn't recovering well. I, I had a sleep study done actually in 2015 that showed my sleep quality was um, like high 40s, low 50s. I don't remember the exact number um, percentage. And normal is is at least 80 percent. And you know, for me, you know, so now that I had this, you know. I guess evidence that I, I was having this this issue with, with sleeping, um, and, and it wasn't it was quality of sleep. That's what it boils down to. Because I was because I was um, sleeping eight nine hours at night, just not getting the quality sleep that you need to recover. But there was no interruptions. But it just wasn't that deep sleep. Yeah, it's, it's that that REM sleep that I wasn't getting into, and that's when you know all the restorative properties happen. Okay. Um, so uh, so back to how I figured it out. Um, I went and got my sinuses checked because I, I always had um, some sort of allergy that I wasn't sure what it was when I went to spring training in Arizona. And so that off season, I went to the ENT and I said, you know, hey, I've, uh, you know, what, what can help me prepare for spring training with this allergy? I've, you know, I've always had bad sinuses. And he checked my sinuses and he's like, those are fine. But the issue is, is you've got a badly deviated septum. It, you know, it's supposed to be straight and it actually is an S and touches both sides of your nasal cavity. And then you also have these turbinates that are chronically overinflamed. Did you have some kind of a trauma that, that where that began? Yeah, I mean, I, the only the only thing that I can think of is I got hit in the nose um, doing a camp for my old high school coach, gotcha. and uh, that was actually a num uh, even longer ago. Um, but that's the only only thing that I can think of. So you got the surgery, yep. you got correction, and you immediately noticed a difference. I mean, I, the first night I got it, really, the first night I got it, I I, I woke up the next day and it was. Um, it was like I had actually been breathing all night. Like my, I, I was just so much more um, mentally acute. Uh, I think the best. I think the best way to to describe the state that I was in for the previous three years is like semi drunk, just kind of like in this cloudy state all day. Um, and you know, I think that's you know, not only does that affect you uh, mentally, but you know, physically when you. are when you're not mentally sharp, you feel worse physically. Yeah. 
So you got that taken care of, and right in the middle of that, you you guys had your second baby, yeah. Miles. Yeah. Uh, how's he doing, first of all? And, yeah. and second of all, you still got that great sleep in less time, that yeah. better rest, right? He's doing great. You know, he's uh, he's almost nine months old now, and yeah. um, you know it's fun to fun to watch those guys develop, and it, it happens happens so quickly. My daughter will be four at the end of the year, and um, hard to hard to imagine, but. Um, I was I was actually getting less sleep because we had a newborn at home, you know, fewer hours, but actually feeling better. That's Jed Lowry. Thanks for updating yeah. us on that. We were talking about it a little bit on the broadcast last night. So, yeah. love the clarity. Hopefully, it, it'll help somebody else who may have that problem. Yeah. No, I I know um, Mike Napoli. He he ended up getting uh, getting the surgery and and having uh, he had sleep apnea, uh, and and came back and um, and had a big year as well. So. Um, you know, it, sleep is sleep yeah. is important, and it's something that you know I I've always known that, but and I've always you know made sure that I got my my rest. But if you're not getting into that deep sleep, yeah. it's almost irrelevant. There you go. That's Jed Lowry. Thanks a lot for catching up. Good All luck right. the rest of the way. Thanks, Chris. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network.